Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Feel like you guys have made the, the progress that you hoped for over this camp. Yeah, I think so. Um, we uh, we we were. We were kind of hitting our stride there at the end, and I think uh, we keep doing that. It's about, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, the, the you know, part of your goals is to just get better each and every week. You know, good teams get better each and every week. So however we finish camp is how we finish, but we need to keep getting better to get where we want to go. And I think we finished pretty strong. And then if we can get better this week, and I think we'll, we'll be okay, and then keep going from there. On the depth charts we got yesterday, every position was decided except for one. And that would be the running back spot. It had a co-starter. Um, what is the difference between Cam Davis and Richard Newton? Um, that's a good question. They, uh, you know, Rich is probably the biggest thing. Rich's got you know, a little bit more experience on him. He, he's probably a little, you know, more of a um, run you over type of guy. Power back where Cam can do that, but he can also, you know, he's probably. Uh, um, you know, a little, little, little niftier in space, you know, where Rich is going to, you know, he can still do that, but he'll run a little more violent at times, you know, but um, they both can catch the ball and they both can protect. So they do all those things well, but maybe their running styles might seem a little bit different as far as that goes. Is that a kickoff decision or did that come a little sooner? Um, it's probably not kickoff, but it'll it'll come sooner than that. When when and who and all that stuff. When coach does all that stuff, I don't know. But um, you know, a couple of days we'll talk about it probably and just be like, all right, this is where we're gonna go. I know that coach Bonafel, like you mentioned, kind of handles those decisions with personnel. But what's your sort of your philosophy when you've got four guys who you know can play? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's tough to go for, you know, so I think we might, you know, we'll see where they're at and how they're doing and all that. But, you know, a lot of times if you can limit the number of guys out there, guys get into a little better of a flow. So, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll probably have more of those discussions here. I mean, we've had them, but, you know, towards the end of the week here, how we exactly want to do it. But I think that's the benefit of, when you got four guys, it's great and all the guys can do and go out there and do the job. But when you can limit it to, you know, a couple guys, they, they might get a little bit more, you know, feel the game, feel the blocking, you know, chemistry with the guys up front, that kind of stuff. So that that's where it would help to get, not get as many guys in. They get a little bit more of a feel for the game. How long does it take to kind of get that assessment for them to get the feel of the game? I mean, if it's a couple bad series or what? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the longer you stay out there, the better. The more plays, the better. The more runs, the better. So, you know, if we, if we get too many of those three and outs, it's going to be hard for anybody getting a flow. So, um you know, if we can just continue to get first downs and, you know, move the chains, then I think that uh, that'll happen sooner than later. And if it doesn't, then, you know, we've got other issues too, I guess. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it, you know, by second quarter or something like that, you'd like to think that they're starting to, like, really get a feel for what's going on out there. You've been asked sort of versions of this story, but, or this question, but 
you know, a couple of days before Oregon State last year, just what's the difference in terms of comfortability when you have the full off season, when you can fully implement everything from a year ago, yeah. or a little less than a year ago? Yeah, no, it's crazy. I was just telling somebody that. I thought we didn't play around here in September. I thought we were off. But uh, no, I mean, it's 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 been great. I think that... You know, for whatever it's worth, we're farther ahead. Just, you know, like it's like I said, for the new guys, they're learning new language. The guys that have been here, they've been around for a year now, you know, so they should know more of what we're trying to do and how we're trying to do it. It's one thing to kind of line up and do it. And then you got to learn how to do it and how we want it done and why we're doing it this way. You know, because you could call a route or a run and you might see. 10 different coverages versus that route. So it might change based off the coverage. And it takes time to kind of see all those coverages and understand why you need to run it this particular way versus that one. We might have one run and see 25 different fronts. So you and you run it to the right and you run it to the left. So it just takes time to kind of, you know, get that, you know, into their brain and reps and 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 whatnot and uh experience and, and hearing it and knowing it now instead of having to think about it so i think that hopefully will help you know us get out there and do some good things because they've been around a year and you know it'll be interesting to see what happens i think we're ready to go and for fans are they going to see uh kind of a, a different product in terms of systematically or is it more just a polished version of what the, of what they saw last <laughs> good question i guess um Last year was all blur, so I kind of can't remember last year. <laughs> but uh, it'll be somewhat similar. I mean, I, I just remember last year going to the first game, you know, you know, I got a new quarterback, whatever. You know, it didn't rain all camp, and all of a sudden it's got a downpour, and you're like, oh, God, really? Like, you know, so if, who knows what's going to happen. But, you know, I, I don't think it may or may not look too much different, but I do think that we have guys that have been around, and I think we got a lot of playmakers, and hopefully – you know, those playmakers make plays and everybody gets excited about it and, you know, away we go. That'll be new for our, even the guys that have been here a, a, a year. They, it's kind of like last year was year zero. Now they got people in the stands and stuff like that. It'll be different. And the guys that have returned, it's been a while for them too. Shoot, it's been a while for us coaches. So that'll be a little bit of a new twist to it all too. So it'll be fun. There's a chance of rain on Saturday. Let's go. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Do you think uh, if Dylan Morris played a different position, he would still kind of have the same leadership role as he would if he played quarterback? Or is that kind of an Yeah, I think that's just built into who he is. He's very uh, determined, you know, um, competitive. So he's going to work at whatever, wherever he would be, he would find a way to, you know, you know, it would come out, it would come out that everyone sees and respects the way that he goes about his business or whatever he may or whatever position he would have played. As you walked in the door, like when you got here, not necessarily from from my end. Um, it took a little time, but he was definitely his approach. He was, he, he, you know, he was listen first, talk second, you know, and he just did his work and grinded. And then I think, you know, over time he gets a little older, he gets a little more confident and and whatnot. So I think then it comes out like that kind of competitive nature, um, being an older guy that's been around, kind of makes you be more of a leader you know, around the guys, and I think that's kind of happened over time. Julius Bulo <clears throat> made a big push here at the end of this fall camp and won a three-man battle, which is pretty impressive. I know he's six foot eight, 330, and that's kind of hard to ignore. But what do you see in him that won him that job? I don't know. I mean, he came back, um, you know, in the spring. He just, he, he worked hard, and he got better, and he was able to, 
you know, move his feet, move people off the ball and think fast. I think he's been a good product of being around a year and finally kind of understanding, you know, a little bit more about what we're trying to do. Um, you don't have to tell him too many times over anymore, which is nice. He kind of gets it right out the gate. But, um, you know, sometimes guys just grow and develop and, you know, and just take advantage of an opportunity. And he kind of did. And um, he definitely has – he improved a lot since the spring to, to fall camp. So I'm excited for him. And now it's time to see if he can do it, you know, for real, for real, and, and go from there because it's never – you know, you, you earn the right to get that position, and then you got to earn the right to keep it, too. So, you know, that's just the deal each and every week. With his size, does he remind you of uh, the football that you left to come here? <laughs> Dude, our our line's pretty tall, I'll say that. They're pretty big, yeah. Be, but, yeah, they, they definitely look the part. Yeah, he definitely does for sure. John, uh, Jimmy Lake yesterday was really singing the praises of Jalen Polk from uh, an attitude, a work ethic standpoint. Right. Sam gets in as early as anybody else offensively He'll do all the things to, to prepare for the day and everything. I wonder if you got any stories or observations about Jalen in, in this first year getting to know him that, that's helped him come along to this point. Oh, geez. I'm, I'm so bad with these spot questions. If you have, if I had time, I probably could. But um, he's just a he, – he's a great guy. He's very um, – you know, he's he's got a great personality. He loves the game. He loves to work at it. He's a pleasure to be around. He's never too high, too low. He's he's right there. You know, he's always on. A, he's always in a good frame of mind. Um, you know, it's just it's just little things, maybe like um, you know, I, I'm trying to think of one right now, but. You know, you go back every now and then when you watch practice and you say something and you just assume because it went over day one or day two and he'll be, <laughs> he might be like, oh, I forgot. What, what is that exactly? You know what this is? No, I forget. And, and you, you assume that he knows and he and just being around is for not, not necessarily a full year yet. You kind of forget that, you know, and he's young too. You forget that he's young. You know, even though he's a transfer, you think that, oh, these guys played a lot. I mean, he's, he's like Rome and Jalen, those other guys. He's just a great kid to be around, and a lot of positive energy, and he makes a lot of plays. And I love him. He's awesome. How has Sam just progressed? Getting better every day. Getting better every day. I mean, he's got a natural feel for the game. He's learning our system. Um, you know, the biggest thing uh, with him is just, you know, the operation of everything. The game's a little faster. Everything goes a little faster. He's learning a new language. So, you know, you might have to think at times for certain things, but he can see well, he can throw well, he's got good touch, he gets the ball out, he's got good accuracy, good vision, good anticipation. He's got everything you want. And I just think that um, every rep he gets better and he's gotten better, shoot, last couple of weeks he's gotten better than, than where he was. I mean, from the spring you ask him, he's, he looks back in the spring, he's like, wow, I'm glad I was here in the spring because I don't know if I have much of a chance I would have had coming in here. So this, you know, the spring he came in, I thought he did a good job for never being out there, but he started off the summer well, but he's actually gotten better every day since then. I think, you know, he's he's definitely trending in the right direction. I just think it takes time to, you know, sometimes fully grasp what we're trying to get done. And he's had to do it, you know, for the first time. And, you know, getting out there and running the show and seeing how the whole operation works as a college player, all that stuff, uh, he'll get there. But I'm, I'm very happy with him. Well, him, and, him and Patrick were listed together as the backup on the, on the depth chart, maybe something else. Health related, but um, is, is there a I mean, is, that, is that a pretty tight battle for the backup job right now? Yeah, I mean, 
it's kind of like I told Demo too, and I'll tell those guys like you, you know, and I said before, you're earning the right to 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 get the chance to play, and then uh, Demo's right now earn the right to start, and those guys will earn the right to be number two. This as far as right now, and then Demo's got to keep playing well and doing what he needs to do for us, and then those guys to have it, you know, to see who would be next on the in the pecking order would have to. You know, earn the right to get that. So that's kind of where we're at that spot right now. Demos earned the, the one, and they got to earn themselves to see who's two if that ever comes up. What's the biggest difference of coaching an NFL player, pro guy, versus maybe a college player? How they learn? Or- Sometimes, you know, for the younger guys, every day is a new day. You know, you might say something, and and they might forget, and you know, it's just you're constantly repeating yourselves at times. You know, where. Or if you want to make an adjustment to a play, you could some for some you know some guys you can, but some guys you can't because they're they're learning the game, they're learning the system, and you'd be like, hey, we want to do this on this instead of this, I want to do that. And some guys can just pick it up. And in the NFL, it's mostly like that. Hey, we're going to do this and this play. I know we said this yesterday. We're doing this today, and they can get it without repping it. Where I think in college, you say, hey, we're going to change this play to this. You, you better go out and do it because I think that they learn by doing more necessarily than NFL guy. Like you can, NFL guy a lot of times can learn by just telling them because uh, they've had a lot more experience, a lot more, you know, every, all that stuff. So I think that would be the one difference that pops off, you know, top of my head. When you lose a year like that where, you know, you can't really be face-to-face, is that, is that really hard? It was interesting. I look back now and I, I can't even believe, like, we were, you know, at times we'll, we'll like, the guys that were here, we'll talk about some of the stuff we did and, like, going through the you know going through like learn the stuff i guess i had some quizzes for him back in the day and they and they were <laughs> they, they were laughing about who i was going to pick at certain times it's just wild how that was that all worked out but um you know if we found a way we got it done i credit to those guys for learning what we had to learn last year and we we did okay and hopefully we do even better now John, just curious. I'm sure you're really focused on yourselves, obviously, week one. But what do you notice about Montana when you look at them on tape defensively? Yeah, they're very um, unorthodox is probably a good way to say it. Um, You know, sometimes you play, they play uh, certain traditional fronts, you know, up front with the front seven. Um, they kind of line up a lot of different ways and they do it with the same people. Some people run certain fronts with certain people on the field, like nickel or base. You, you know, you hear those terms on defense. They run numerous fronts with the same people. And they, they, don't, they don't match your personnel. You can put in, you know, 11 linemen. They're going to stay in their personnel. You can put in all receivers. They're going to stay in their personnel. So that's a little different. Um, and um, they do a lot of movement up front. Um, and they're not afraid to, you know, get after you too with their pressures, which, you know, a lot of people like to do on defense, but that, that's what I would see. They're a little, um, different in the fact that they keep the same people on the field. They're able to run a lot of different fronts with those people and they like to move them around a lot and try to create some chaos in their mind. I believe this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm sure you've been asked just versions of this question, but I'm just wondering, you know, when you compare being a couple days out now to a couple days out from Oregon State last year, or I guess Cal first last year, um, what's the difference in, in comfortability and understanding what you're doing and understanding the scheme and just, you know, being fully into this offense? Yeah, there's a, there's a huge difference. I mean, uh, especially considering we have a lot of this, basically all the same guys back from last year. Um, so it's just uh, another year of reps, another year of, of talking to each other, another year of, of messing up, but being able to work through it and, and getting things right. And so um, I think we, we just have a lot of confidence right now, not anything like arrogance, like we're, we're just going to roll out there and be better than everyone, but like because we put in the work and, and have the time together. When fans watch on Saturday, I mean, this offense, um, being a year further in, is there a lot of differences in terms of scheme stuff, or is it more just kind of polishing what you did last season? There's some new things that we're able to do because we've gotten comfortable with the baseline stuff. Um, but I, I think a lot of it is like refining what what we, we can do well and what we know how to do. and. Um, I think that's what it's like with every offense. You know, you got to be able to do the basic stuff right and, and make it look different. Um, but, but yeah, we, we've just really got a good feel now for, for what we're doing and, and can do, do different things in a lot of different ways. Okay, you guys have uh, five portal transfers, and we've not spoken to any of them. Have, have any of these guys told you what was the draw for them to come to Washington? What, 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 what was this place? Uh, why, did, why did it attract them? Um, I think just the opportunity to play big time football in a family environment. And each of those guys I've talked to have said this is the, the best culture they've ever been around. And that that's something I don't always take for granted, you know. Um, I mean, I, I've been here my whole career and haven't been in other locker rooms, but I know that not every place is like this where the, the old guys treat the young guys well and and everyone gets along and we have unity and we all compete against each other but at the end of the day we're a team and um, and I think that's that's the fun part about our, our first game coming up is we've been competing against each other all fall camp but now we like we finally get to be a team and, and compete against someone else Okay, it uh, looks like it might rain Saturday it hasn't really rained too much the past couple months some of these guys probably you know, don't play in the rain too much. Is it really something you think about at all? Um, no, because we can't control that. I mean, we'll count for it. We'll, we'll know it's coming if it's going to rain. Um, but that, that doesn't really change how we prepare for the game. It doesn't change how uh, our mindset. Um, we might, maybe the rain affects like how we're going to do things a little bit, but um, it, it doesn't affect the, the way we prepare and um, our mindset going into the game. Hey, Kate, we, we were out yesterday having a tumble talking to your brother. Well, oh, yeah. What's it like for you to feel like he's going to kind of follow in your footsteps, not only in Tumwana, but coming here to the University of Washington? It, it's so cool. Um, and like just knowing my experience for the past four and a half years, how awesome it's been being a part of this program, being a part of the family here. I'm so excited that he gets the opportunity to be here too. Um, but I know also that he's he's his own person. He's going to blaze his own path, and and he's able to do different things. And 
and I, I'm just so excited for him and know he's going to thrive here and, and the coaches and people are going to put him in great positions to succeed and um, and it's worked out well for me. I've loved my time here and so I'm super excited to watch him and his journey here. Well, what's it going to been like for you seeing his development and what he's been doing that? How, how, how do you see that? It's been awesome and if you asked me like six years ago if he was going to be like a division one athlete I would be like ah, I don't know but I mean he's an amazing player and he's just developed so much and has a has such a great mentality for um, for his age I, he just always wants to get better he's always looking for things to improve on and he asked me a lot of questions on how to improve and and I think that's that mentality is going to serve him well as he comes here and and so yeah it's, it's been I'm super proud as an older brother to to see his development and his mindset as he finishes his senior year at Tumwater and and comes to UW. Thanks. Kate, okay, I'm sure this uh, answer might change by the end of this year but if you had a point to one moment that you remember from your time as a Husky so far like do you have a particular thing that stands out? Yeah um the Apple Cup in 2018 is probably my favorite favorite memory so far where I think it'll probably change by the end of the year that's what we're hoping but um just my first snow game um being able to go beat them on the road and and my family being there like just celebrating with the team hopping into the stands being with my family and um that that's my favorite memory so far does that kind of make you excited to have people back like you know close to you yeah. Oh, yeah. A million percent. Um, even just the, the scrimmages where we had a few thousand people there is like, whoa, like the, this just feels different, you know. And and so I, I can hardly like, imagine 70,000. So it's crazy. It's so close. But I'm, I'm so excited. All the guys are so excited. You know, back in the 90s when Washington was going to the Rose Bowl a lot, won a national championship, pretty much the guys that... One of the other starting spots, they kept them, unless they got injured. And here, with this fall camp and spring, there's just been some competitive battles where first-time starters beat out returning starters, and it happened more than once, in both sides, offense and defense. Well, what does that say about what's going on here? Um, I think it, it speaks to the players, the coaches are bringing in. Like, we have a lot of talented guys on this team. And a lot of them, like all of them, have a great mentality, and and no one is no one can rest on what they've done before, um, myself included. We gotta we gotta strive to get better every day. We talk about being bricklayers, like stacking stacking days, getting better each day. And if you do that every day, then you'll you'll be a starter. If you're a starter, then you'll be all conference. If you're all conference, then you'll be all American. If you keep doing that, then great things are going to happen for you individually, and great things are going to happen for our team. And so, um, we're always. I know the coaches are. Their job is to put the best team on the field, and if they see you guys improving, getting better, then they're going to get playing time. And so, um, I think we. This is the the deepest and best team I've been a part of here at UW, and it, it makes sense that there's a lot of competitive position battles going on, and the best guys will play. And I think the great thing is that everyone's happy for each other. When when the team succeeds, um, it, it's what gets everyone going. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jackson, what's it like playing next to a guy like K right there? <laughs> been with him for a while now. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome, especially when we get those combo blocks. I mean, there's nothing like it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's so cool being next to K just because, you know, we came in together, obviously, class of 2017, and we were also roommates for three years. So, I mean, yeah. Me and him, I guess, go way back. Yeah, we're brothers for sure. Jackson, what kind of leader is Cade? You know, I mean, he's not the most vocal guy, and I know he'll tell you that too, but talking about someone who leads by example, that's that's Cade Otten right there. I mean, does everything right in the classroom and on the field. Uh, certainly, yeah, a guy that leads by example, and I know each year when you're talking about, you know, what it looks like to be a, you know, elite Husky football player, I think guys like Cade Otten for sure. What kind of roommate is Cade? <laughs> he loves food. Yeah, I know he won't tell you that, but he might be the only guy that can that I've ever seen out eat offensive linemen. So I'm, every time I go out in the kitchen, he'd either be always cooking up something. I know he loves to cook quesadillas up, but yeah, he just spends most of his time in the kitchen or watching Food Network. The guy, I mean, the guy loves to eat. He loves to, um, yeah, watch people eat food as well. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I know. I'm, Chuckling thinking about it now because there's just so many times I'm like, wow, you're still in the kitchen, like you live there 24/7. Might this bedroom might as well have been in there. Jackson, uh, UW announced uh, throwback uniforms today, and you're gonna be wearing a uniform that's pretty much identical to the one that your dad wore when he was here. What's your opinion on the throwback? Yeah, wow, I haven't obviously I haven't seen that because I've been here off my phone all morning, and that's awesome. Uh, knowing that now, I mean that's. Talk about surreal, it's pretty cool. I'm fired up, do you know, is it when, what week is it? You should tell us, we don't know that. Oh, okay, well I don't know either, but yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that, and especially she, Shane, wearing the same number as him. That's gonna be a very cool, very cool Saturday. Or Friday. Or Friday, yeah, you never know. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> I'm curious, just, I mean, I think you've probably gotten versions of this question, but just with it being a couple of days off in the first game, when you compare this to a couple of days out from Oregon State a year ago, how night and day is the difference of just comfortability in this offense and this scheme, not having to jump through hoops to learn the offense? What, what's the difference like? Yeah, it's definitely, I'll say, night and day for sure. I mean, last year we were just scrambling to finish up the install and playbook heading, heading into week one, as opposed to this year we had you know, pretty much a whole year working on the new offense. So already a week into camp, we were done installing everything. Now we're just grooving it all. So, I mean, coming into game week, we, we know everything. And even if you take plays out here and there, I mean, we're, I guess I'll say all masters on the playbook. When, when fans watch on Saturday, I ask Kate the same thing. Like, is the offense going to look much different to them or is it just more polishing the same kind of things that, you do, that you're doing? Yeah, I don't think it's going to look too much different, but certainly more polished and you might need, you might see some wrinkles in there with different personnels and such, but oh, it's just going to look, yeah, like I said, more polished, grooved. It's, it's going to look like a pro team out there to say. What do you think it is about Julius Bilo that, that got him to where he is here heading into the season? Yeah, Julius has come a long way, and it's been so awesome to see. I think it just goes back to all the talent we have in the offensive line room. I think, you know, our two deeps can certainly play, obviously, as Julius stepped up for that. And I think, you know, just the he brings that physicality factor that, you know, it's hard to teach for a lot of people. 
you know, he's not afraid to get in between the guard and tackle, you know, really mix it up with some guys and get after some dudes. And as an offensive line, we certainly love that. And we pride ourselves on being really physical. So he brings that physicality factor and that sort of moxie that you want to the O-line. I know your eyes aren't on him during the game, but Dylan's kind of like mistake-free, like leadership kind of style of play. Uh, does, that, does that benefit you as well? I mean, playing out there, I mean, how easy is it when some guy is back there operating like that? Yeah, it's definitely comfortable knowing that, and it gives the whole group confidence. And we're all striving to be perfectionists out there, but obviously that can't be done because it's football, and you know mistakes are going to happen, and it's really how you respond. But knowing that a guy like that is striving to be perfect, I mean, that fires me up, and the other four guys up front, just knowing that the guy whole week is accountable on his assignments, so you don't have to worry about him on game day because he knows every single thing and, sit, and he can react to any situation that's thrown at him. What's running back remains the only position that's kind of a mystery still. Who goes out there first? Uh, how do you see those two guys, Cam and uh, Richard Newton? How, how different are they? And uh, would you describe them? Yeah, I mean, I think talking about two very talented players, and I really like Cam Davis just because talk about a guy that just goes north and south, like like how all great running backs do. He doesn't, you know, care about. Certainly defenders being in his way, I mean, because they'll just run through guys and it's crazy once we get to these live periods in practice as we had the scrimmages when people actually have to tackle you see how many how many more yards are gained as opposed to a guy tagging someone because now you have a tackle and that certainly was fun to watch when Cam Davis was getting the ball. I mean, he's just dragging guys left and right. So I, I kind of see him as a bulldozing north and south running back and Richard Newton is really good at reading holes, I guess. And you know, hearing the call and knowing exactly what his assignment is. And he's also great in pass protection in the backfield, which is huge for us as an offensive line when they bring a six guy, an extra blitzer, he can pick that up well. So the two accent each other and obviously two are great runners and they've both proven that. Being a couple of days out from the first game now, is the anticipation different this year? I'm sure you're hugely excited every year, but when you play four games the year before and you haven't had fans, does it feel different now than previous seasons? Yeah, definitely. And words can't really describe how excited we all are for Saturday, just knowing we're going to have a packed house again. It's going to be certainly a surreal experience. And yeah, we all can't wait. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.